Welcome to She Says, He Says. I'm Trent. And I'm Tanya. We're two successful business owners that have found value in living life with more intention, and we want to share it with you. This podcast is all about enabling you to find your own personal fulfillment. Through our experiences and connection with like-minded people, we bring you a better understanding of your relationships with yourself, allowing you to feel inspired and whole. We're two everyday people that are inviting you to join us as we adventure through all parts of life that lead you to a deeper connection with self. Let's dive in. Hello, She Says, He Says podcast community. Welcome back to Tanya Drives and Shares Her Thoughts. (laughs) I am actually doing this recording super late. I am on my way to Saskatoon to stay the night so that I can enjoy tomorrow morning with some self-care and some self-love and just really fueling my bucket. Um, I have been trying to be very intentional since January at the practices that I'm implementing in every day and making sure that when I do feel you know, this urge in my body that feels unaligned or, you know, Maybe like I'm sacrificing pieces that um, I need to stay aligned, that I'm super intentional at being aware of the signs for my body and pulling myself back into um, activities and movements that bring me back. So that's what I am doing tomorrow. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, This fitness competition has left me with a little bit of a foggy brain. (laughs) So if I have moments where I'm like struggling to get my thought out, just know that that is the cause of it. Um, Sometimes in mid-conversation right now, I can't even remember how I was going to finish my sentence. So (laughs) please bear with me. Um... But I wanted to talk about this realization that I have come to, and Trent actually did a solo podcast um, in similar to this topic, and it really ignited some thoughts and some patterns in my own life and upbringing, and um, how I've kind of had to try to reprogram that aspect of myself. So... A majority of my life, I have been highly ruled by my masculine energy. And I never really understood that our day-to-day practices, our day-to-day actions, you know, can either fall into the masculine energy or the feminine energy. And so to have a very balanced and aligned, um, aspect of yourself, you need to carry and balance both pieces of those and carry different characteristics of both sides. And that goes for both genders, males and females, um, just everyone in general. So when I started to learn about the different characteristics, right, we think of the masculine. The masculine is like the organized, um, you know, like planned, um, very like, oh, energy, right? That's like the gym. And, um, there's lots of structure behind it. Whereas the feminine energy is like flow and dancing and embracing and, um, just very like organic, 
And so I started to, as I understood the characteristics of both of these elements, I started to really reflect on my life. And I came to realize that a big chunk of my everyday practices and behaviors were very masculine based. And I couldn't quite understand why. Why I had such a struggle tapping into my feminine energy. And as I did a little bit of healing and reflecting, I came to this realization that for most of my life, I felt that I needed to carry the masculine energy due to my surroundings feeling either unsafe or um, like a lack of security. And so I carried that masculine energy to keep myself safe, then to keep my family safe, my kids safe, right? So that's like, and it came out in not always um, the most healthy ways. So, you know, like sometimes we want to, as moms, um, really like control an environment. We want things to be structured a certain way. And, you know, we find like anxiety or um, frustration when things don't go that way. Right. And we, we don't allow ourselves to tap into the feminine energy, which is really free flowing, you know, kind of like the idea of surrendering to the universe or surrendering to source and just like allowing the flow, knowing that, um, things are happening for a reason. There are lessons and, you know, I, I never quite understood the importance of it, nor did I feel that I was in a safe enough environment. And so as I accumulated that information, I started to look back at, you know, all, all phases of my life that led me to where I am today. And, um, in my childhood, um, I had lots of like unstableness in, um, you know, we like, we moved a lot, um, and, um, you know, in relationships, it wasn't always like you knew that that person was going to be there. Um, I shouldn't say that for all, like all family members, but just some people that came in. And so I gained this masculine energy. And then a big part of my, um, way to distract myself and like stay focused on something was through sports. And so again, that was very masculine base. It was like, you know, structure and routine and organization. And you need to be like doing this on this day and, you know, stay to the plan. And so I was always conditioned to, to be that way. And so I carried that into, you know, my later years. Um, I've always been like the goal setter, you know, which I don't think is always like, I think that's a really beautiful trait in myself. Um, but where it went wrong was that like, if I didn't achieve the goal, it was like, I was a failure, right? I had done wrong or I couldn't do it right. Um, and so I carried these masculine energies, but they came out in toxic ways. So there is a, they're masculine and the feminine, but there's toxic and healthy versions of both. And so I was carrying a lot of masculine energy, which then was turning into 
uh, also toxic masculine energy. So, you know, when my insecurities came out, that was coming in through like jealousy and like I just said, insecurities and, and shame and frustration. And so as I started to tap in this last, I would say this last year of really understanding the components of what it meant to tap into that energy, I found myself struggling because for me to tap into that energy, I had to know I was safe. I had to know that my surroundings, the people were that were around me, um, the places I was you know, visiting or being around and surrounding myself with had to be safe environments for me to actually tap into that feminine energy. And so as I started cultivating um, friendships and as I started cultivating um, different um, routines of growth, you know, when you think of, of the, well, when I think of the feminine energy, what comes to mind is, um, you know, my ancestors gathering um, around the meadows, collecting herbs together, you know, bringing the medicine. Um, I think of the dances underneath the moon, embracing, you know, the moon cycles and just like gathering together, supporting one another. And so all of these aspects that need to take place are really led from like a deeper rooted connection, which is through emotion, right? And through just like organic, organic from your body. And so I knew that I had to be safe to do it. And I, so I struggled with that because um, when I started to realize that I needed to bring more feminine energy into my life, I didn't feel that there were safe enough environments to do that. I couldn't let down my guard. Um, I felt that I had to, um, you know, hide my emotions still in certain environments. That's another thing, like expressing emotions and tears, you know, as, as a woman, when I'm overly excited, I cry. When I am sad, I cry. When I'm frustrated, I cry. That is my way of expression. And I learned that about myself, but I had found a way to almost like put this blockage so that no one could access it um, because I didn't feel it was safe enough or would be honored and respected. And in my past experiences with um, masculine figures and sometimes um, with feminine figures too, but dominantly masculine um, relationships, those aspects of me were not safe to bring out. So, you know, when I had emotions, it was like I was too emotional or, you know, it was seen as like a negative thing or it was ignored. It wasn't honored. It wasn't seen. It wasn't heard. It wasn't valued. So it, it became this component where I was just frustrated because I wasn't, I wasn't feeling valued. So instead of addressing that, I just learned to put up barriers um, same thing goes with as I started to develop um, my ancestral lines and figure out, you know, where there was that disconnect from my ancestors and how I wanted to reconnect. I started to really draw and listen and I was drawn to the land. 
I was drawn to um, connecting with plants and sitting with them and talking with them. And, you know, there were people in general who, you know, didn't carry that same honoring. And so it was like seen as like silly or goofy and it just wasn't respected. So I learned once again to shelter myself and put up again, the masculine energy of the wall because I was too scared of allowing people in to see that piece of me and have, um, any, like any access to it. And so I really was struggling with that. And this last year with my development, with intentional living and really connecting with intentional living, I have really kind of shut out all of that exterior of what people think, what people might say. And I just allowed myself to embrace the feminine energy kind of on my own time. And I didn't really speak about it. I didn't really talk about it a whole lot. Um, it was kind of sheltered. And I remember when, you know, there's, it's so funny because I'll, I'll come across someone that I, that I might not have spoken to in a while, or maybe even someone that's in my circle that, um, might not ask those deeper level connection questions. And they're usually thrown off when, you know, they do explore those pieces of myself and they had no idea, you know, that I, you know, now can do herbalism and I can, um, you know, I took the classes for that and I, you know, do my moon rituals and, you know, I, my house is filled with rocks. I have an office that is filled with, um, different crystals and rocks and energy working and journals and, um, herbs, dried out herbs. And it's just like this whole other aspect of me. And I hid that for a long time from the known world. And it was because I was still feeling like I needed to protect and guard that piece of myself because of fear of what other people were going to say. Um, and I, I just want to break that. I want to break that. I feel good about it. And I've noticed how, as I have brought in the balance of the masculine energy and the feminine energy into my life, um, how much value it has brought and how completely important it is. I actually had a beautiful conversation, um, last night where a friend brought into my awareness, um, something else. Like I love dancing. I've spoken about this before. I love dancing around my house with my kids. Um, I have always done that. We just let our bodies move. And I had, have always thought that, um, yoga was a practice of feminine energy and she kind of had shared a different perspective about how, um, you know, she was taking this course and it did kind of like a reflection that, you know, it's yoga is still very structured and how, um, there's this program with like free flow dancing and sound making and just like kind of just allowing your body to express without language through movement and sounds and how that's really tapping into the feminine energy. And as she was saying it, I was like, this makes total sense. Of course, that's why, you know, we like to 
just move and dance. And it brought me so much back into labor where, um, you know, labor was a time where I was most connected to that feminine energy. I'm bringing a child into, into the world and that's a feminine role, right? That's, that's one of the beautiful gifts that we have been given. And, you know, I remember, you know, coming into the dark while in labor and like making these like, and like, uh, deep sounds. Like I did whatever my body was asking me to do and swaying my body and just moving it what it needed to do. I listened to it and I allowed it to just go at its own pace. So it would only make sense, of course, that in labor, that was the most connected because my logical mind was shut off. My masculine logical mind was shut off and my feminine energy was shining through. So what a great opportunity to, again, once continue that practice, right? To continue that. So, you know, that was just like a light bulb moment that I had. And I was like, yes, that is something I need to do more of, you know, not just dancing around the house, but really like allowing those sounds to come out, allowing my body just to like be and, and, you know, you can do it in your own space. You can do it, you know, with, with, um, a sacred group of women, but it just, ah, and I think that's why a big piece of me has been just so, I get so uplifted and so um, empowered and excited when women have stepped into their power of alignment. And I'm like, so jacked. Like I'm always that person rooting for women on the sidelines because I just want every single freaking woman to shine. And I want her to step up and I want her to you know, embrace herself and let go of, you know, any, any like barriers and walls that she's holding up to try to protect herself. And so, yeah, I just was thinking about that. And I just wanted to share with you all how magical it's been and how, you know, I'm almost just I'm curious, I guess, too, because I'm seeing this a lot. Like our, our society is ran very masculine. And every time that I step into my feminine energy, you know, there are, are like the looks. And I think that might be just from the lack of, of disconnect that we have created, um, and from the feminine energy. And, um, yeah, I want to really be intentional this year at just like connecting more with it. And I need to continue to make sure I'm drawing awareness into my surroundings. And so that means, you know, with your kids, with your partner, and that's a big thing, right? Like, have you and your partner too had the conversations, you know, like, do you feel seen? Do you feel heard when you're put in your feminine energy, when you're expressing, when you're dancing or like, what is it seen as, or what language is being used? You know, are you subconsciously blocking out those aspects of yourself and like being very dominant in your masculine energy to protect yourself? 
And so, yeah, it just made me really aware that a big chunk of my life, I have really felt unsafe and in a lot of my relationships, um, in a lot of my surroundings, which left me in masculine state. And when I came to this beautiful way of exploring and exploring truly by myself, um, I've come to this spot where I'm just, I'm in total awe of the woman that has been coming out and it, it like, it makes me a little bit emotional because I didn't even know that there was aspects of this woman who existed within me. And, uh, I'm connecting with women who are carrying those feminine traits and are teaching me and I get to teach them. And it's just this beautiful cycle. That's exactly what sisterhood is all about. It's about, you know, connecting and gathering and sharing and emotion and just flowing and dancing. And so I want to spread more of that. I've decided I want to do more of that and I want to spread more of that. And I think that the moon ritual, um, that we're carrying through this podcast is a huge piece of that. And I think too, that, you know, Trent and myself, it's, it's so beautiful that we have this podcast because it's allowing me to embrace my feminine energy because Trent is giving me that healthy masculine platform of energy and it's creating this development of my feminine energy to come forward because I know it's okay. Right. And, and it has this rippling effect with everyone around me because now I just know it's just a safe environment and I can just truly be expressed and there is no judgment. And, um, so yeah, I would invite you to, I always say that I invite you to, because that's the whole point of this podcast. I want you to reflect. I want you to expand and I want you to just, you know, widen your lens. And in that, you know, write maybe a list down of like characteristics about yourself or activities that you do, you know, what, what energy are you sitting in? And some people might be sitting in more of the feminine energy Like they might have the complete opposite effect where they're like, oh, you know, I have big pieces of me that are floating in the feminine energy and I need to find balance um, and add the masculine energy into my life. And so, you know what, on the Instagram page, by the time this podcast gets released, I am going to put characteristics of masculine energy and feminine energy like characteristics and behaviors. And that's going to give you a little bit of an insight on, you know, if you want to try to incorporate, um, the other energy to create that balance in your life and consistently do it and just see the effects that it has on you. And I'm going to be very honest. Like when I was doing it, when I started doing it, um, again, I did it on my own time in my own light. I didn't share it. I didn't feel the need to share. I wanted to be fully present and I didn't want 
any exteriors of society or people or anyone to place judgment. I wanted to just fully follow through with something that I was being called to when I realized there was a gap I needed to fill. And, you know, when you're ready, your body will tell you when you're ready. And when I heard that Trent was doing a podcast just on like safety and how safety looks for masculine and feminine, um, yeah, it just, this came to light. And so check that out, check the post out by the time this podcast comes out. And, um, for the week I will post, you know, different practices, um, characteristics, and just give you an insight to, for you to create that balance and, you know, find a safe spot to do that. If you don't feel safe in your relationship, fully expressing those things, create a safe space, you know, in an environment, whether it be like outside in the bush or, you know, connecting to the land or whether it be in your basement or your bedroom, a place that you can find safety to be able to explore, um, a different piece of yourself. So, Thanks for joining me. <laughs> it's nice to be able to have a little bit of time to just chat. Um, I'm like halfway to my destination now, so this is absolutely perfect too. feels like I'm like just having a conversation. Um, I hope you all have a lovely day. Um, we would love to connect with you. I know that Trent always does this, <laughs> so this will be my little practice. But if you want to connect, find us on Instagram or um, Facebook, or you can email us at she says he says podcast.com.ca. Oh, I actually don't know. I gotta remember that one. Brain fart. So just find us. There's so many ways to find us. But um, we would love to connect and uh, we would love to hear your stories. And you know what I was thinking too? If you feel like you would like to be a guest on the podcast, also reach out because. Everyone has these beautiful gifts that are evolving and we want to share them. We want to make the world a better place. So connect with us and uh, hopefully we can chat soon, guys. 